0: Today is Wednesday, October 19th, 2022. This is the Lincoln KY Daily Headlines Podcast. I'm Matt Spaulding. On today's episode, how Northern Kentucky schools and students fared in newly released state report card. Northern Kentucky's clerks weigh in on the sanctity of elections in the region and community steps up to help Meals on Wheels after vehicles vandalized. The Link Daily Headlines podcast is sponsored by CBG Airport. CBG Airport has been serving the community for 75 years, and to celebrate this special milestone, the airport is inspiring travel once again with a year-long travel dream sweepstakes. Every month, one lucky winner is chosen to receive an airfare voucher with one of CBG's many airline partners to help make their travel dreams come true. You can learn more about CVG's 50-plus non-stop destinations and enter for a chance to win at cbgairportcom slash cvg75. How Northern Kentucky Schools and Students Fared in Newly Released State Report Card, reported on by Michael Monks. Kentucky's school report card data was released Tuesday, showing ongoing discrepancies in school performance across Northern Kentucky. The Kentucky Department of Education (KDE) is required by state statute and under the federal Every Student Succeeds Act to report such data. The data released Tuesday is from the 2021-22 academic year and includes results from state assessments administered to 383,000 students across Kentucky in grades 3 through 8 and 10 and 11 last spring. New data was also shared related to ACT scores which are commonly used by colleges and universities in admission decisions. It also introduces a new color-coded system based on districts and schools' achievement level. For the first time since 2019, the state also reported federal statuses for individual schools such as comprehensive school improvement and targeted school improvement. Multiple Northern Kentucky schools were rated as CSI, which the state describes as those selected based on the bottom 5% of student performance, not on a school achieving a specific score. KDE stated that about 50 schools would be identified as CSI on a yearly basis. More federal funding is awarded to CSI-designated schools, along with additional support from KDE, as turnaround plans are crafted, approved by the local Board of Education, and then implemented. In Northern Kentucky, Grandview Elementary in Bellevue, Holmes High School and Ninth District Elementary in Covington, and Newport's middle school grades all received the designation. Many local schools, even high-achieving ones, were rated as TSI, which can result in increased attention needed for students with disabilities or English language learners, for example. Kentucky Education Commissioner Jason E. Glass said, Kentucky's results are consistent with what other states are experiencing. Kentucky has received more than $2 billion in federal funding through the American Rescue Plan, ARP Act, to help accelerate learning and get additional support to districts and the students who need it the most, KDE said in an announcement. Using data from the 2021-2022 school year, the accountability system provides a color-coded rating for all schools at each level, elementary, middle, and high, ranging from red lowest to blue highest. The colors from lowest to highest are red, orange, yellow, green, and blue. Districts and the state receive a separate color-coded rating for each level of schools, elementary, middle, and high. The tests were developed by Kentucky teachers in a line with the Kentucky academic standards. To see the full Kentucky School Report Card results, visit linkNKY.com. Northern Kentucky's clerks weigh in on the sanctity of elections in the region, reported on by Mark Payne. Today marks three weeks until the November 8th midterms. This election holds significance in the U.S. and locally because it's the first major election since 2020. Former President Donald Trump lost that election, but falsely claimed President Joe Biden stole the election. Those who echo Trump's statements in Kentucky continue to challenge the election process. Locally, Jessica Neal, the second-place finisher in the 24th Senate District race, challenged the results of her race in a recount. The recount showed that only one vote changed, due to a voter mishap leading to a missed vote. Campbell County Judge Daniel Zala handed down a decision that the recount was fair and Neal undoubtedly lost the election. The opinion also said that what Neal had said publicly was drastically different from what she had said under oath during the process. It was a pretty close race, and I firmly believe in making sure we have secure elections, Neal said in May, on her reasoning for the recount. Secretary of State Michael G. Adams, also a Republican, has called Neal's efforts frivolous. But, as this election approaches, the clerks from Boone County, Campbell County, and Kenton County explain to Lincoln KY why voters should trust the process. Secretary of State Adams also weighed in on the state's elections. We take every protocol and every step possible to make sure the election integrity is held, that everything is upright, fair, and honest, and transparency is of the utmost importance to us, said Boone County Clerk Justin Krigler. Krigler said his office is always open to take questions. He invites those curious to tour their facility and its voting machines, which are under 24-hour surveillance. He also invited those to watch the poll worker training process. We're that confident that we do everything 100% by the books and probably go above and beyond, Krugler said, so Boone County citizens can be rest assured that everything is done fairly. He also encourages those who want to be poll workers to reach out to his office. Kenton County Clerk Gabriel Summey said, There are certain things that clerks across the state must do, like adopting new equipment and keeping paper records of everything for audits. You also have an evidence trail if there's ever a recount, so we converted all of our equipment back in 2021, as Sumi said. All of our equipment per statute is required to be built per the specifications or certification from the State Board of Elections, meaning no internet. Election fraud conspiracy theorists often claim that voting machines connect to the internet in Kentucky, but election officials say it's completely false. Representatives of each party are present for all election-related procedures to ensure fairness throughout the process, some he added. When it comes to elections, pretty much everything is in KRS, Kentucky Revised Statutes, Campbell County Clerk Jim Lewison said. First of all, our machines have no modems, and it's physically impossible to connect to the internet or remote control, so the voting machines are all self-contained. The computer that reads the election results at the end of the night is also not online, so there's no outside interference. When it comes to the voting machines, Lewerson said that there are settings put in place and twice reviewed by the State Board of Elections, a multi-party organization. Poll workers then examine the machines on election morning to ensure they're properly sealed, correctly numbered, and the ballots are correct. There are so many checks and balances in the system that I feel very confident that everything is fair and efficient and honest, Lurison said. From photo ID to vote, to cleaning up the voter rolls, to banning ballot harvesting, to adopting paper ballots, to expanding our audit process, Kentucky's elections have never been more secure than they have been during my term of office, said Secretary of State Michael Adams. Community steps up to help Meals on Wheels after vehicles vandalized, reported on by Grace Tierney. After four local Meals on Wheels vans were vandalized late last month, the community stepped up to ensure local seniors got the transportation they needed. On September 28th, Meals on Wheels Southwest Ohio and Northern Kentucky discovered catalytic converters had been removed from four passenger vans used to take seniors to doctor's appointments, grocery stores, recreational trips, and more. That left Meals on Wheels, with half its available fleet, and more than $8,000 in repairs. The Meals on Wheels branch transports more than 80 seniors daily to critical medical grocery adult day centers and other appointments that keep them safe and out of nursing homes. In the first six months of 2022, Meals on Wheels provided 20,413 one-way trips to seniors in Hamilton County. RDI Corporation acted quickly to help Meals on Wheels in the form of a monetary gift that ensured services to seniors continued after only a brief interruption. With RDI's donation, along with other community help, Meals on Wheels was able to raise just over $10,000. That's enough to cover the catalytic converter replacements, repairs, and installation of anti-theft devices that will prevent them from being stolen again. And those are the headlines for Wednesday, October nineteenth, two 2022. The Link NKY Daily Headlines podcast is published Monday through Friday and can be heard on our website or wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to subscribe and share. Have a comment for Link NKY? Email me, mspalding, at linknky.com. And for more on today's headlines and to see what else is happening around Northern Kentucky, visit linknky.com.